Are we losing our nation's religious foundation in the name of progress? Has the push for secularism started to overshadow our right to practice faith? Are you concerned that the freedom of religion guaranteed to us in the Bill of Rights is gradually morphing into a freedom from religion? Welcome to the Conservative Classroom, where we're teaching the truth and preserving our values. I'm your host, Mr. Webb, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast is a haven for conservative teachers and patriots like you who believe in the importance of free speech, traditional values, and education without indoctrination. Each week, we dive into the issues that are plaguing our education system and keeping you up at night. Each episode, we offer common sense ideas to improve education in our classrooms and communities. You may feel like you're the last conservative educator, but I want you to know that you are not alone. By the way, if you like what you hear today, please share this podcast with a like-minded educator, parent, or patriot. Together, we can teach the truth and preserve our values. In today's episode, we'll discuss how the concept of religious freedom has evolved over time and how it's being threatened today. We'll also explore the conservative arguments for preserving the original meaning of freedom of religion. Now let's get started. To better understand the current state of religious freedom, let's take a brief look at the history of education in America, starting with the Pilgrims. These early settlers came to America in search of religious freedom, and their beliefs played a central role in the communities and education systems. In the early days of our nation, schools were often faith-based, and religious teachings were a key part of the curriculum. Fast forward to the drafting of the United States Constitution, which includes the First Amendment, guaranteeing the right to free exercise of religion, and prohibiting the establishment of a national religion. This amendment was designed to protect religious freedom, allowing individuals to practice their faith without fear of government interference. Over time, however, the interpretation of religious freedom has shifted. While the original intent was to protect religious freedom, many liberals now argue that the First Amendment should be used to create a secular society free from any religious influence. So what has led to the shift in the understanding of religious freedom? Let's discuss some key factors and their conservative counterpoints, as well as how secularism in various aspects of life has had negative effects on our children and students. First, as society becomes more secular, we're witnessing a push to remove religion from public spaces like schools and government institutions. This has led to changes like prayer being removed from schools, the Ten Commandments being taken down from courthouses, Merry Christmas being replaced with First Merry Xmas, and now just Happy Holidays, and even nativity scenes disappearing from public property. However, these actions are eroding the foundations of our country, which was built on religious values. In fact, one significant impact of secularism is the removal of moral and ethical teachings from the classroom. 
leaving students without a strong moral foundation to guide their decision-making and behavior. Now, let's talk about the separation of church and state. Some liberals argue that the First Amendment requires a strict separation of church and state, even though that exact phrase doesn't actually appear in the Constitution. They use this misinterpretation to justify excluding religious expression from public life. Conservatives argue that the First Amendment was designed to protect religious freedom and prevent government interference in religious practices, not to eradicate religion from public spaces altogether. Religious freedom in the school setting started to erode with the 1962 Engel v. Vitale Supreme Court decision that ruled school-sponsored prayer was a First Amendment violation. Years later, it ruled that you can't even have a moment of silence. That was Wallace v. Jeffrey in 1985. Other rulings against prayer at graduation ceremonies and sporting events pushed religion farther and farther away from education. By the way, links to these cases are in the show notes. Lastly, we've seen some hostility towards religious beliefs from certain liberal circles who view religion as oppressive and outdated. They argue for a secular society that marginalizes religious perspectives. However, conservatives maintain that religious beliefs play a vital role in our society's moral compass and should be respected, even if they don't align with everyone's personal views. I witnessed this hostility firsthand at a district-level teacher union meeting. You can hear more about my brush with the union on Episode 5, Are Unions Hurting Education? with Eloise Smith of Freedom Foundation. Anyway, at a district-level teacher union meeting, union leaders were actually making fun of Christians. It's not like I overheard them in conversation. They were openly having this discussion. After my term as local president was over, I left the union completely and never looked back. Anyway, the rise of secularism leads to a lack of respect for religious beliefs and practices, creating an environment where teachers and students feel their religious beliefs are not valued or respected. This could and often does lead to discrimination, bullying, social exclusion, which can be particularly harmful to young people's mental and emotional well-being. So what can conservatives do to defend the original meaning of religious freedom? Well, first and foremost, conservatives should uphold the First Amendment. The First Amendment guarantees the right to practice one's faith without government interference. This right should be protected. It's essential to remind folks that freedom of religion does not mean freedom from religion. We should defend religious expression in the public arena. Religious expression, whether through prayer or displaying religious symbols, is an essential part of our nation's fabric and should be allowed in public spaces. On that front, there has been some good news recently. In June of 2022, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Coach Joe Kennedy, who would publicly pray on the field after each football game. It ruled that his prayer on the 50-yard line 
was protected by the First Amendment. Another Supreme Court victory from June 2022 was the ruling that a state can't hold back funds from religious schools if the state allows other private schools funding access. Supporting faith-based institutions is crucial. Conservatives should encourage the growth and development of religious schools, charities, and organizations that contribute to our society while upholding religious values. By the way, links to information about both of these landmark victories are in the show notes. Another way to defend religious freedom is to emphasize the role of religion in American history by highlighting the importance of religion in the founding and development of our nation. We can emphasize that religious freedom is a cornerstone of the American way of life. I go into this subject with a special guest in an upcoming episode. Finally, promoting religious literacy is important. By fostering a deeper understanding of different religious traditions, conservatives can help combat the misconception that religion is inherently oppressive or divisive. Religions do generally teach what is morally right and acceptable. This is often the point of contention with the secular liberal ideology known as moral relativism that whatever one wants to do is okay. However, understanding religion, even when you don't agree with it, leads to greater respect for various religious perspectives and a more inclusive society. As we've discussed today, the push for a secular society threatens the original intent of the First Amendment and the freedom of religion. It's up to us as conservative educators, parents, and patriots to stand up for our beliefs and advocate for the preservation of religious freedom in our classrooms and communities. By understanding the history and arguments surrounding this issue, we can have some deep, effective conversations with the opposition and even influence policy to protect this essential right. Thank you for tuning into the Conservative Classroom. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Most importantly, please share this podcast with a like-minded educator, parent, or patriot. You can also connect with us on social media and share your thoughts on today's topic. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to teach the truth and preserve our values, consider showing support for the conservative classroom and your fellow conservative teachers by showing off some conservative swag. Visit our merch store at theconservativeclassroom.com. That's theconservativeclassroom.com. In addition to clothing and coffee mugs with our logo, name, and slogan, we also have items with our colors and schoolhouse logo only. We know that it's hard to be openly conservative in some school districts, but your silent show of support may help you find other conservatives in your community. Until next time, this is Mr. Webb reminding you that you are not alone. See you next time on The Conservative Classroom.
teaching the truth, preserving our values.